Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, all good managers and leaders are concerned about productivity of their teams. But what happens when managers begin to worry their staff aren't doing enough? In his updated edition of the Creative Thinking Handbook, your step-by-step guide to problem-solving in business, Chris Griffiths is back and he's offering us advice on productivity paranoia, a new phenomenon of our post-pandemic world and how that might be affecting your next big breakthrough. Chris, good morning and how are you? Good morning, Bobby. Very well. Good, Good to talk to you again. Yes, absolutely. Let's define again, if we will, productivity productivity paranoia it's basically this this fear that the people that are working for you are, are slacking yeah I, I think it's even more than that Bobby there's um, I, I think there's a mis- misunderstanding about what productivity actually is um, so if you if you look at today's sort of working environment which is really fast-paced and and people think that they have to get more done in less time, um, that's not productivity. I mean, productivity is about getting better things done in less time. So this sort of syndrome that we're seeing is that, you know, there's a lot of busy fools running around not getting a lot done um, because they're missing the point of what pro- productivity actually is. Yeah. And and who, who who should define what productivity is and how should it be measured? Yeah, that, 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 I mean, productivity is measured in, in so many different ways. Um, I mean, if, if you were to look at sort of uh, GDP output per hour, uh, Ireland is nearly always at the top of the list. And uh, one of the reasons it's always at the top of the list is because it, it has such a uh, sort of a, a multicultural um, mix of people in working environments. And what that leads to is more creativity. So productivity is really viewed as getting work done, but productivity should be viewed as a mix of creativity and actually making that creativity into something tangible. Let's talk about creativity. Why is it so important? Well, creativity, without creativity, you know, everyone would just be doing the same thing. And we, we live in this world where where things are changing very quickly. So The old saying, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got, is no longer true. I mean, if you always do what you've always done, you're going to get left way behind. Now, creativity gives you the ability to really um, take that step ahead. And also, more than that, it it actually makes people feel inspired. Uh, It makes people feel valued. If, If you're a robot just getting tasks done, you end up getting stuck in this sort of um status quo bias type of thinking and you don't actually feel that that like you're being valued so creativity is very good for 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 business it's very good for for mental health because it makes people feel that they're actually being valued for how they think and what they can bring to the table so why then do so many companies leave creativity to chance (laughs) i suppose because it's so intangible and um well, let me ask you a question, Bobby. I mean, you know, when, when you were in school, how many hours did you spend learning about creativity? <laughs> I didn't even know what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we, we, we grow up learning how to absorb knowledge um, and we grow up learning about there's always one right answer. Well, obviously, there's lots of right answers and um, people are afraid to make mistakes, They do, especially in the corporate environment. So, 
if we're really to change that, we need sort of a, a new generation of leaders that, that really understand that if they can create the right environment for their team to work in, and I'm not talking about table tennis tables, I'm not talking about, um, you know, beanbags, I'm talking about an environment where people have the freedom to actually daydream and think um, and, and be creative in, in their working day, that, that that's really healthy because this, this sort of... Um, task-driven environment that we see ourselves in. I mean, this one drives me crazy because, you know, you look at task management software and task management software is helping, supposed to be helping people to get lots of things done. But all it does is make them feel overwhelmed because they look at their screen. Yeah. They thought, oh, it's just so much to do. So it, it's actually not helping. It, it's, it's actually damaging um, people's ab ability to be creative and productive. And, and how do you think that hybrid working now that we have has changed I suppose the, the pitch is different now isn't it in terms of creativity in terms of productivity we have to think and manage things differently now because of the way things are executed yes uh, it, it was a great sort of opportunity in a way to to reset the way that people worked and originally I was quite excited because I thought well if more people are able to work remotely, they don't get involved in the typical reactive thinking state of mind that they're in when they're in the office. So, I mean, a good example of that one, Bobby, is uh, Elon Musk. Everyone's talking about him at the moment because of what's happening with Twitter. Uh, and love or, or hate him, it, it's really interesting to see how he's suggesting to his team um, the, or, or what steps his team could take to become ultra productive and meanwhile he's often, leaving half them go yeah absolutely well <laughs> right. he, he's, he needs to get more out of what he's got um what he's got left and you know of the six key steps that he's saying that, that are required uh, it's all about being more productive so it's about avoiding large meetings well when you're working remotely you don't necessarily need to have those large meetings um it's about leaving meetings if you're not contributing and Obviously, if you're working remotely, again, it's easier for you not to uh, sort of attend these meetings. And um, it's about ditching frequent meetings for the sake of those meetings. So I, I get where he's coming from, and I agree with those three steps. And I thought, well, with all this remote working, that's a really good thing because it allows us to get out of that habit. In fact, what's happened is the opposite. And we're only just starting to understand that now because this this is very early stage for this new way of working for everyone. But people started working from home and then they started feeling guilty. They started feeling guilty because they thought, well, how am I going to prove that I'm working? Because I'm at home, people might think I'm doing my ironing or I'm watching TV. I need to prove that I'm working. Let's get some more uh, meetings booked. Let's fill up my diary. And so working remotely has had the opportunity of really making um, or, or giving people the opportunity to think much more proactively uh, much more freedom to think. But I think we're still learning how to cope with it. And people are actually struggling because of this constant need to be online, this constant need to be in meetings. And businesses need to change, or rather the leaders of those businesses need to change that the way that they advise their people to work, especially when working remotely. So I mean, you don't need to be in meetings all the time. You don't need to have a full diary all the time. If, if, you're, if your boss doesn't trust you, go and find another boss. 
Yeah. What you're suggesting here, Chris, is that it's a two-way paranoia, that, uh-huh. that the, the management are paranoid that the staff remotely aren't working. And then if you're a remote worker, you're paranoid that no one knows you're doing anything. So you're, you're doing these things <laughs> to try and be visible and everybody's wasting their time. It, it, it is. Um, and it's really a case of that the whole working environment in the Western world needs needs to catch up to the fact that the old ways of working no longer work. Um, so top-down leadership, micromanagement, synchronous communication, um, these things these okay. things aren't pro- you know, are positive in, in, in today's environment. Well, listen, it's a fascinating read. The updated version, the creative thinking handbook, your step-by-step guide to problem solving in business. The author is Chris Griffiths. Thanks a million, Chris. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Bobby. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.